0: So detoxing, like I just have to detox. I'm showing up the best way I know how right now, knowing that I am learning every day. And every time I work with a new client, I am learning, learning, learning every day. But guess what? Things are just like constantly changing so fast for me right now because I am stepping into a brand new space and I'm being completely vulnerable and honest about that in here. So I need to do some detoxing because I really need to get quiet with my own because I know what I want. I've had some amazing experiences with some amazing women so far, and I know that I just want to harness that energy and continue to grow that and help as many women as possible feel that transition and that confidence. I'm tearing apart my money mindset. Really, it's this entrepreneur space that I've launched in that has really, really kicked that up for me because it's really increased my... What's up, ladies? I'm Katie, and I'm super pumped to be here. If you are new, I hope you enjoy the show today. Welcome. If you've been here for a while, thank you so much, my friends. Guess what? Today is going to be the last time I record a podcast in my 30s. I cannot believe it. Ah, I'm like really really pumped to be 40 and like what the fuck that number just sounds so goddamn weird. Um but yeah, so this is my last episode as a 30 something year old woman. So this is the last time you get to call me your favorite 30 something year old podcaster. Because in less than 48 hours, I will be the big four-zero, And it's my last episode in double digits. It's episode 99. Holy fucking shit. When I started this podcast, I could not even imagined 99 episodes, like 99 actually recorded and published edited episodes in iTunes. Like so much to fucking celebrate right now. I can barely even stand myself. So crazy, but it's also why I picked the topic that came up for me these last couple weeks and I think it's kind of a funny tie-in, right? Because like so much to celebrate. I can't wait to like kiss my 30s goodbye, step into my 40s and just be fucking amazing. I'm really embodying like everything that that brings and like this newfound hopefully fucking wisdom And just like mental clarity and all the things that getting older, I think, naturally brings. But also like I've done a lot of fucking mindset work and I realize I will be doing that for the rest of my life. But I'm super excited to step into this new space. It almost feels like a clean slate, if that makes sense. Like I get to release everything that I once was because everything else in my life is fucking different. I might as well be a new fucking decade as well. So I'm super, super pumped about that. Um, I'm excited to leave the double digit episodes behind and step into these three digits next week will be 100 and to be completely fucking honest with you I don't even know what I'm gonna do for my 100th episode like seriously don't even know we'll have to figure it out um too bad it's not like right now before my 40th but I think there's a really funny correlation there because what I want to talk about today is actually self-doubt and I want to talk about how That's something I think that we're constantly unraveling, no matter where we are in our journey. Like when I sit here today, if there's any aspiring podcasters listening to this right now, they're probably like, holy fuck, I can't even imagine um, recording 99 episodes. Believe you me, I felt exactly the same way. And even when I say it out loud now, it still doesn't fucking feel real. And I still find myself on the self-doubt train, which is really, really funny. So I'm really glad that these two things are aligned and I'm super, super excited Um, But before we hop in, you know, the normal orders of business, if this podcast means anything to you at all, and you want to support the show, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, It means the world to me, like you guys have no idea, but you can rate it, review it, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram, whatever feels good for you. Um, you guys know at the end of the day, my mission is to the sword I'm dying on. I'm gonna stop calling it my mission. <laughs> I heard myself say this the other day in a coffee shop. I was like, the sword I'm going to die on is pushing women forward. And I was like, it was like an out-of-body experience. I was like, bitch, who are you? Like for real. But I do feel like that. Like I so in my heart feel like that. And I felt like that for a really, really long time. But of course after having kids and especially after having a daughter I just want women to continue to push forward and just like break down the barriers that we put on ourselves all the time. Like, yes, we've been taught certain things, but I fucking slip into it all the time. And i just want to continue to push myself and other women to play big and take up space. So share the podcast if that um, resonates with you. Also, You guys know, styling you and making you feel good is my jam, right? I'm really, really leaning into this as a confidence builder. It's a self-care tool. And um, it's actually going to come up in today's episode. Sorry, I was like, do I talk about this now or wait for the episode? But anyways, you guys know I'm providing you tons of content in that space. So wherever you are on your journey, um, definitely go check it out and give me your feedback. Like what do you want to hear from me? Um, let me know. I'm constantly working on this. I love feedback. I love engaging and talking. But depending on where you are in your journey, just go check it out. So on Instagram, I have style tips, quick videos. I'm trying to keep them under five minutes of like really quick hitting style tips that like anybody can leverage at any time. I am and one of my goals is to get so much better about sending emails every week. And what I've started doing for sure is I'm going to do the um, monthly self-love style edit. And it's going to correlate with the podcast. So that one um, feels really authentic and natural for me to send. And it's really just love of, like, here's all the things I'm loving. Here's products I'm loving. Here's self-love tools I'm loving, books, mantras, Uh, beauty tips, beauty products, style, whatever it is. So if you want to sign up for that, I am sending those out in my email. And of course, if you're like, Katie, girl, let's do this. I have a photo shoot coming up. I'm really ready to up level my business and my brand, whatever that is. Maybe you've booked some events and you need a stylist and you're about to show up in a bunch of photos. Maybe they're speaking engagements. Maybe they're just Zoom calls. Doesn't matter. Um, let's schedule a thirty-minute consult and let's talk about it and see if it makes sense for us to work together or if we'd be a good fit. I would love to chat. So, all of that being said, let's move into today's episode. I'm super pumped about this one because I try to keep it real. Because yes, I am a stylist and that is what I do, but I am a woman and I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a mom and like all of that, even saying it out loud on this podcast scares the living shit out of me and kicks up all of my imposter syndrome. And if you've been following along on the journey, I guess it's been about a week ago. I had said, man, I've been on the fucking self-doubt train lately, and I don't know why. Like, I couldn't shake it, and, like, all the stories were creeping back in, and one of my internet friends, one of my Instagram friends messaged me and was like, bitch, get off the self-doubt train. Get on the bad bitch train destination or next stop anywhere you fucking want, and I was like, yes, thank you for smacking me out of my shit. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And but I also got some messages of like, oh, my God, thanks for addressing it. I feel you. Same thing. Like, why do we do that? And I've noticed and I try to surround myself with really amazing women and I have mentors and I have coaches and I'm always following people who are like five or 10 steps ahead of me. They deal with it, too. You know, new level, new devil. Right. Because we're always growing. We're always trying new things. And it just like it's so funny to me how universal it is. So I wanted to take some time on today's episode to just share with you guys like how I really finally got out of the rut and the things that I do. And personally I wrote this list so the next time that shit kicks up, I can go to my list and say, All right, Katie, like what are you gonna do? Like how the fuck are you gonna snap out of this? So I actually do have it written down here on my piece of paper and one of my many, many fucking notebooks. So you know I won't actually be able to find it when I'm spiraling in that circle again. So remind me. But anyways, these are my six tips that like, I really went really, really heavy on and still am going heavy on to make sure that I am constantly skirting around self doubt and not spiraling down that hole. Because I don't want to get back on that train because I want to stay on the bad bitch train. And I want all of you to come with me. So the first thing, and this is funny because I do it all the time without noticing, but if you are a Schitt's Creek fan, you can really appreciate this and it's so fucking true. When you say something out loud, sometimes you're like, how fucking stupid is that? It sounded so much better in my head. And now when I do that... Like I said, if you're a Shit's Creek fan, like it totally gives me a David moment. Like he's like, hmm, that sounded so much better in my head. Or like now that I say it out loud, like why the fuck was I thinking that? And I see and catch myself do that all the time with my friends and my husband. So it's one thing I always try to do. And it's why I posted that story on Instagram too. Because I knew if I said it out loud, people would call me out. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, when I said it out loud, like this is so dumb. Like look at the facts. And I don't want to use the word dumb. It's so a story that I'm telling myself, like, look at the facts, right? But sometimes like that little prince ego in your head is constantly running his fucking mouth and telling you all those things and you start to spiral around it. Yes, I called my ego a little prince because I've been reading the You Are a Badass at Making Money book. And that's, um, I think you pronounce her name, Jen Cicero. That's what she calls the ego. And it's so true. Like that ego has a completely different like tone in my head so I have to call him out sometimes but anyways say it out loud like whatever it is that you're doubting just like say it out loud say it to someone you trust say it to your husband your friend your mentor your coach whatever dm me say it out loud like that's been one thing that's super easy super simple you can do it any moment anytime no matter where you are that's really helped me get out of my shit other thing for me that it's really funny because a couple of years ago I would have said like I'm not the really like the workout type. Not a couple of years ago. I guess it's been a while now, but ten years ago, maybe seven years ago, I go through phases with working out like everybody. But just move your fucking body, right? Just move it. For me, walking. Has been like fucking spiritual for me walking in the pandemic. That's why I'm really fucking salty right now and hate East coast winters because I'm just not that motivated when it gets into the thirties. Like, eh, I don't know. Like it really like makes me struggle, even though I am going to go for a walk today because I don't care. I need that in my life, but just like move your fucking body, like move your body, move the energy. Cause a lot of time it's just a stagnant energy in your body. And I don't know about you guys. Um, I don't know if you're in human design at all, but I'm a man gen and I literally have to just like exhaust myself to release my energy. Like I have to just like do the things so I can like release all that energy or just like build up in me. And another thing with mansions is like they constantly are changing their minds and they're constantly like going with this like gut reaction. Sometimes it's an immediate reaction to things that feel good. And I totally resonate with that. And that's why movement is so important to me because it helps me release the energy that is shiny object syndrome and helps me see like is that something in my gut that I really want to do? Or was I just saying yes, because opportunities in front of me, I, as much as it pains me to say this, generate energy from connecting with others, even though it doesn't feel like that sometimes. So I get excited about ideas when they're presented to me all the time. And that energy can build up and I can get stagnant, stagnant if I'm not constantly moving it. Like I said, even if it's just a walk. Okay, just move your body. That's definitely number two. I have been in a really good workout regimen right now because let's see, like it's February. So, you know, that was one of my New Year's resolutions. But it has really stuck with me this time. And I think it's a little different because I'm also making my husband do it. So I do have my accountability partner this time. I hope you are enjoying today's episode on self-doubt. And my top six tips for like totally getting out of that space. So today's tip is actually a beauty tip. And I felt like it was completely in alignment because it's about blush. And I feel like blush is one of those things that either you're like, oh my god, I know exactly what color works for me. Or fuck that. I can never find a color that works. So I got you covered. So... Do you know what color looks good on almost any skin tone and it makes everybody look younger and more playful and vibrant? Pink. Just a really solid, true pink. So when you're out shopping and you want a new blush, just go ahead and pick yourself up a really good looking true pink blush and you can never go wrong. All right, back to the show. Number three, and this is something, if you guys have been on this journey with me for the last year, you know that this is a big one for me and it's digital detoxing. And I have gotten fucking lazy about it. Like I went two weeks hiatus back on Christmas break and I don't think I've taken another detox. There was a point when I was first starting the podcast and it was super, super in my head, I would digital detox Every single weekend. And I think I'm probably going to get back to that because now that I'm in this transition phase of determining what the fuck do I want to be a personal stylist, a style coach, an image consultant, like, you know, this weird transition phase where I'm really honing in. I'm like, who's my ideal client? How do I shift my podcast? How do I shift my business? Like, how do I do all this? And I Life is always changing and life is always switching. But whenever we are in a moment of really big transition, A, it kicks up your fucking self-doubt. B, it totally makes your imposter syndrome just like go on high alert. So that little ego is back there just telling you, you know better than this. This is dumb. This is confusing. Especially if you have a marketing background, there's nothing harder than marketing and rebranding yourself in the middle of a transition. It's hard enough for a fucking company God, can you even imagine? But that's why I appreciate everyone who's just like sticking along on this journey and like just like see where it goes. I just hope this is a true testament to like just keep following your dreams and it's all going to work out. So detoxing, like I just have to detox. I'm showing up the best way I know how right now, knowing that I am learning every day. And every time I work with a new client, I am learning, learning, learning every day But guess what? Things are just like constantly changing so fast for me right now because I am stepping into a brand new space and I'm being completely vulnerable and honest about that in here. So I need to do some detoxing because I really need to get quiet with my own because I know what I want. I've had some amazing experiences with some amazing women so far, and I know that I just want to harness that energy and continue to grow that and help as many women as possible feel that transition and that confidence. But if I'm on Instagram every weekend, I'm just going to start making decisions that aren't maybe in alignment with me because I feel like I should and i feel like basically that's what everyone does whether you're running a business whether it's about being a mom whether it's homeschool your corporate job whatever the fuck it is like you're there's somebody in that sphere that's like totally triggering you all the time now i do try to take notes of what's triggering me so i can like analyze it a little bit and that's part of the self-awareness piece but it still feels good to just take the detox because it helps me connect with my intuition and my true gut feeling and then then I can make really fucking solid decisions about where I want to go. And that totally kicks my self doubt to the curb. Number four, and this is actually going back to what I was saying about moving my body and joking about my New Year's resolution. Um... This is a thing that has changed my life. I've had a morning morning routines in general. The first time anyone said to me, get a fucking morning routine, I was like, bitch, I have one. I <laughs> get up. I get dressed. I rush my kids to get dressed. I shove some fucking toast in my mouth, and I drink my smoothie on the way to work. Like, that's your morning routine is better than that? Like, I thought I'm fucking killing it. And I was already getting up super early. So the first time someone said to me, like, you need to get up and, like, do some other things first before you just, like, hop in the shower, I was like, mm. I don't know about that. However, that changed my fucking life. And yes, there was a point in my life where I was waking up at 4.30 in the morning to, you know, have a morning routine. And it really wasn't that long. But there was a point where I was waking up at 4.30 in the morning to make sure that I was working out and journaling and all the things. And that has shifted. And that shifted majorly when the pandemic hit. It shifted majorly when I lost my job. It shifted majorly when I stepped into this like full time homeschooling thing when my kids went back to school because I had lost my job over the summer. And then it shifted again when I decided I wanted a business. And what I had learned was every time I'm going through big shifts like that in life, I need to reevaluate my morning routine and make sure that it's really giving me what I want and what I need, what I desire. But if you don't have one at all, A, start one. B, if you do have one, like, is it really, really working for you? So I just really quickly will tell you guys the things that have been killing it for me. And this is probably the one piece that was missing for me in the past. But I did finally read um, how Efford, I think that's how you say his name, or I'm not really sure, but the um, Morning Miracle. I did read the book. And this is the one thing I really got from that, because truth be told, I did have a morning routine. I just had never really analyzed it because I was so impressed by the fact, not that I was impressed, like it felt amazing to have one in general. So I never thought I needed to go back and see if there was a piece of it not working for me as things were shifting, but there was. So the biggest piece that I got from that Miracle Morning Routine book was to read in the morning. Like I love to read. Again, if you're on the gram with me, I'm posting about books I'm reading right now. I'm on a big, big money mindset and eliminating all those stories so I can become a fucking millionaire because, again, I'm going to die on that sword pushing women forward, and I need some money to get everybody there with me, and I'm tearing apart my money mindset. Really, it's this entrepreneur space that I've launched in that has really, really kicked that up for me because it's really increased my I'm-not-enoughness And I have to believe in myself that no one, there's no one I can count on more than I can count on myself, right? Like I can count on myself to always pay myself, no matter what. Everything else in life is up in the air. Like I'm truly the only person I can count on. So I really had to dig in to my morning routine. And right now, working on my money mindset was the missing piece of everything in my life, but reading in the morning so what i'm doing right now here's the cliff notes version if you want more i was thinking about doing a whole episode but cliff notes version is i get up before anybody um might kind of wake my husband up because he is about to work out with me so i get up i go downstairs i have a shot of espresso some water and i read for 10 minutes and that has just really really shifted i set a timer i read for the 10 minutes Now, I already have my gym clothes or whatever, my workout clothes on before I go down there. Then I run upstairs. I'm like, all right, dude, get out of bed. Get out of bed. Get out of bed. (laughs) And then we go and work out. And that's totally shifted how it's given me some time to like transition from reading. But that working out has totally like up to my mental game and it's like helped me show up way better. Like I'm doing weightlifting and I've never really gotten into that. So those two shifts together, the reading prior to working out to like give me a little bit of mental time to wake up and like really get me mentally going. And I'm like, Oh yes, those concepts like fucking resonate with me. Right. So I can feel the energy rising up as I read. Now I'm ready to like physically exert that energy. So now any of the fear or doubt is like worked out, and then everything else I can streamline, you know, for the rest of the day. Then I meditate, and then I like try to journal, not try. Then I do journal out, like a quote for the day, like this really resonating with me, or a mantra for the day. I brains up a little bit things I want to do, even though you know I already have a list, <laughs> a mind map, but things I want to do. I write it down again because most of the time it's still swirling in my brain. And then this is also where I write down. I always have my mind map for my business to-do list, but this is kind of where I write down the to-dos in my life that don't pertain to my business, like deposit that cash or schedule that doctor's appointment, those little things that still like can take up a little bit of time and energy. And then I'll write down like oh, some like long-term, not long-term goals, but like other deeper goals that I want to work on that I've probably got out of the fucking money mindset book that I read. Like clear your money stories, write down your money memories. Like that was the one from today. I mean, I did it and it totally is amazing. And like, I'm waiting for it to work, (laughs) but that's how I've tried to really like nail down my morning routine. The fifth thing that I do. So tip number five, for skirting around your self-doubt so you're not spiraling down the hole is absolutely journaling and not just journaling but like call your fucking self out and journaling. This almost goes back to tip number 1 when I said say it out loud, right? So for me, journaling, like when I journal and I'm like, why do I feel like this? Like, why do I keep doing this? It really starts to unravel some shit. It's like my husband and I kind of got in a little tiff the other day and he was like, it's because of words like that that you use, like you're totally, you know, shifting or you've got this like mental block, right? And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> of course, right? Right. But then like after a few minutes, and my self-awareness was like, bitch, you know, you do stop, you know, letting your ego rule this conversation. I went in my closet and I just started like journaling. Like, why did I say that? Why do I feel like that? Why does it keep coming up for me? And like, I was really calling myself out. Now, the reason that felt really powerful for me is sometimes when you are in the moment with another person and you're not in a space to have your ego, I don't want to say humiliated, but. Attacks, for lack of a better word. Journaling and calling your own self out is so powerful because you don't have anyone else to shift the blame to. I am definitely a recovering victim mode person, right? Like live in victim mode. That's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day, but that's just what I saw most of my life, right? So I totally lived there all the time and I just didn't know another way to cope with scary or hard things. So sometimes if I'm triggered, it's hard for me to have that open conversation with somebody else. So I have to call myself out because I don't get mad at myself the same way, right? Especially if I'm journaling because it really creates a space for me to call myself out without getting upset at anyone when I journal. I don't get upset at myself because I feel like it's a safe space. I don't know. Is that weird? But anyways just like work through that shit. So if you don't feel comfortable with tip number one, where I said, say it out loud and call yourself out out loud, call yourself out in your journal and keep it simple. Just ask yourself why? Like I keep doing the why, like fucking kids, right? Like why, why, why? Like five times of like, why, why, why? And usually you can start to get to a root cause that you didn't even know existed. Then you can go back and offer up an heartfelt apology with a very solid reason why you're doing those things. But it's like, so much more enlightenment. And you know, you've cracked open a new part of you. So that's definitely tip five for me. And that's been a game changer for me. You guys know how I feel about journaling. And last but not least, tip number six, you know, I had to do it. Get fucking dressed. When you are riding the self doubt train, there's so many things that are going on mentally, but I promise you, if you're physically matched mentally to that low vibration, you will never ever get out of it, right? If I am on the self-doubt train, the first thing I do is make sure I fucking get dressed. I will never skip a shower. Well, that was a lesson I learned a long time ago in the beginning of the pandemic. Don't ever skip the shower for the day and let the day get away from you. But those are the days I will never just throw on leggings and no makeup. If I have an iota of self-doubt, that is the day, well, I might still wear leggings, but I'm gonna put on a real bra and some lipstick, okay? Okay. Those are the days I get super fucking intentional with my makeup. I pick out a lipstick color that speaks to me. So like whatever it is I need. Most of the time it's going to be bright pink because you guys know I love my bright pinks. And I make sure that I get dressed and I make sure that physically I look good and feel good. So when I walk past myself in the mirror the thousand times a day that I go pee from drinking this fucking jug of water... I see the bad bitch that I really am on the outside, even though I may not feel it on the inside. And that really helps me shift the way I think. It is 100% factual. There's case study. And again, I feel like this is another episode that clothes affect your mental process. They affect the way that you think, feel, and function. They affect the way you pay attention. They affect your inner confidence, how you feel about yourself. And they affect your abstract thinking, which anyone that knows me, abstract thinking, you know, concepts that you can't like put on paper or in a fucking spreadsheet is my jam. And if I can't be creative and I can't be vulnerable or I don't know what's really bothering me, then I know like I need to go back to the drawing board. I need to get fucking dressed. I don't care what it is, like go in your closet and ask yourself, like, what's that one thing that makes me feel like a badass bitch? Is it lipstick for you? Is it a headband for you? Is it just like a bright red shirt? Like put on your power color shirt. Maybe it's just your favorite shirt. Maybe it's on a black outfit. Like I've really, really been digging just like black lately with bright lipstick whatever that is for you, maybe you have a fuck you ring that you wear, like a big statement ring, like whatever that is, maybe it's your favorite pair of tennis shoes, like get dressed, do that, do those things. So those are my six tips for, you know, like punching self-doubt in the face. I hope that you enjoy that. I hope that those provided value for you because like at the end of the day, we're multifaceted people and we all have so many talents. We all have many responsibilities. And I just wanted to keep it real with you guys about, I know this is something that we all face no matter what part of our life we're at, no matter what part of our business we're at. And that's what's been working for me. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Again, if it resonated with you, make sure you share it with a friend, rate or review it. If you want to connect more with me on the style thing, you can definitely DM me on Instagram at Katie Allen Stylist or hit me up on my um, Just Realized podcast website. I think it's backslash contact and you can schedule a call. I am working on a new website and I'm super excited about that. I hate being in transition, but you can schedule a call on there. And let's connect and let me know how those tips worked out for you or let me know if there's something I missed that absolutely works for you and we can share it with everybody on the show in a couple weeks. Anyways, thank you so much for supporting me on these last 99 episodes. Hopefully, I can think of something super fucking amazing for 100. As I step in and celebrate my birthday this weekend, I'm sure my creative juices are going to be flowing because I know it's going to be nothing but love because I am surrounded by love and I've worked really, really fucking hard to love myself. So thank you ladies so much for supporting me on this journey and just, I'm so grateful. That's all I can say. I will talk to you soon. Bye.